98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. The top stories. Five to 11-year-olds likely to be recommended for the BioNTech jab. The Housing Secretary says waiting times for public housing flats should improve in about five years' time. And Microsoft overtakes Apple as the world's most valuable public company. A member of an expert committee advising the government on COVID vaccines says it will likely recommend that five to 11-year-olds receive the BioNTech jab. Speaking on a radio programme, Professor Ivan Hung said clinical trials by Pfizer, the US manufacturer of the vaccine, show it's safe. Professor Hung says the idea is for children to get one third of a dose. We believe that it's important uh, for the age 5 to 11 to get vaccinated. Uh, the importance, of course, is not only to protect them, uh, because if you look at in, in US, get every week there's 250,000 children cases coming down with, uh, with COVID. So uh, if the Delta variant managed to get in and we have a fifth wave, as assumed, then there will be problems, especially among the children who have not been vaccinated. So that's why it's important for the children, uh, especially the 5 to 11, to get vaccinated as well, uh, with one-third doses as adult and for two doses. Housing Secretary Frank Chan says he expects the years-long queue for households waiting for public housing flats to start showing improvements from 2027. Applicants currently have to wait an average 5.8 years for a public estate flat. But in a blog post published today, Mr Chan wrote that the government's efforts to find land over the past few years had started to yield results. Together with units recovered from tenants who've moved out, Mr Chan estimates that about 54,000 public estate flats will be available annually between 2027 and 2032. The Director of Legal Aid, Thomas Kwong, has brushed aside concerns over the government's proposal to reform the legal aid system, saying it will not affect aid recipients' interests. Under the proposal, legal aid recipients in criminal cases will no longer be able to choose their own lawyers unless there are exceptional circumstances. The number of legal aid cases a lawyer can accept each year will also be cut. Robert Kemp has more. Asked on an RTHK radio programme whether in future the government would pick senior lawyers to represent itself while assigning inexperienced lawyers to aid recipients, Mr Kwong said many lawyers who had signed up to provide legal aid services were well experienced. He said when assigning a lawyer to aid recipients, his department would also consider the qualifications of the lawyers representing the other side. The National Health Commission says there were 59 new locally transmitted COVID cases on the mainland yesterday, up from 48 a day earlier. Most of the new local cases were in the north, with infections reported in Heilongjiang, Inner Mongolia, Gansu, Beijing and Ningxia. Authorities also reported 24 new asymptomatic cases, which are classified separately. There were no new deaths. Turning overseas, President Biden and his French counterpart Emmanuel Macron have moved towards mending the fractured diplomatic relations between their countries as they met in Rome ahead of the G20 summit. The US president said Washington had been clumsy in how it handled the announcement of its submarine deal with Australia. He added that France was the oldest ally of the US. For his part, Mr Macron said they were in the process of rebuilding confidence. For me, what's important is that we built during the past weeks some very concrete actions in order to strengthen the partnership in Sahel, this clarification between what European defense means and how this is completely compatible with NATO, what European sovereignty means and how it is important for global security. 
Buckingham Palace has announced that Queen Elizabeth will continue to rest for at least the next two weeks, following her doctor's advice. However, the palace said the Queen firmly intended to be present for the National Service of Remembrance on November the 14th. Here's the BBC's Johnny Diamond. This fortnight essentially gives her a couple of weeks now of not travelling, not meeting people, only carrying out virtual engagements, light desk-based duties, to recover from what seems like a sort of bout of fatigue. She's carried out three different engagements in the last three days. She has smiled broadly through a couple of them. She doesn't appear to be actually unwell, as many of us would see it. But she's clearly been a bit too tired to do travel, either to Northern Ireland, that was cancelled last week, or to Glasgow, that was cancelled this week. You're listening to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past one. To finance news, Microsoft has overtaken Apple as the world's most valuable public company. Shares in the tech giant closed at a record high in New York, valuing it at 2.49 trillion US dollars, 10 billion more than Apple. Apple shares suffered from a forecast of falling sales over Christmas, as well as silicon chip shortages. To sports now, rookie Ian Anderson and the Atlanta bullpen took a no-hit bid into the eighth inning and the Braves blanked the Houston Astros 2-0 to take a two-games-to-one lead in the World Series. Here's Joanne Wong. Astros pinch hitter Elid Mace Diaz blooped a leadoff single in the eighth to break up the no-hit bid. Left fielder Eddie Rosario appeared to hesitate and the ball fell just in front of his glove. Austin Riley hit an RBI double in the third off Astros starter Luis Garcia and Travis Darnold homered off Kendall Graveman in the eighth. Anderson was pulled after five innings and 76 pitches with no hitter intact. Relievers A.J. Minter and Luke Jackson kept Houston hitless until Diaz singled off Tyler Matzik. Braves closer Will Smith worked around a leadoff single in the ninth by Alex Bregman. To football and the top three in the English Premier League are all in action today. Leaders Chelsea travel to Newcastle, second-placed Liverpool host Brighton, while Manchester City play Crystal Palace. Newcastle will be led by interim manager Graham Jones in his second match in charge since Steve Bruce left the club. His Chelsea counterpart Thomas Tuchel thinks the change in manager didn't pose some challenges. They have the new energy in the in the city and the new energy in the club. Um, they decided now to, to change the manager and uh, this is what we have to deal with and what we have to overcome. It's a bit more difficult to analyse them because we have only one match with the current manager and, and uh, to look at. We're not 100% sure what to expect. If it's, if it's easier or, or, or harder, this is uh, a question we cannot answer and we don't want to answer actually. Second place Liverpool will look to continue their unbeaten start when they welcome Brighton to Anfield. Their manager Jurgen Klopp says he was impressed with how Brighton took on Manchester City last week, despite a defeat. To keep the ball like they did and to pass the ball like they did against City is, is, a, is a really difficult thing to do and they did it. So, we know what they are capable of, but we are not City. Um, and we play obviously slightly different and um, yes, that's what we want to do as well. We want to cause them problems. Manchester City's Pep Guardiola will take charge of his 200th match at the club when they take on Crystal Palace. One manager under pressure this weekend is Manchester United's Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. His team were thrashed at home 5-0 by rivals Liverpool last week. 
That result has left his side seventh in the league table and eight points adrift of leaders Chelsea. They next travel to Tottenham Hotspur. Solskjaer says he's aware of the situation he's in and can handle it. I've been through uh, some very bad moments here uh, as a player and when I've been a coach and a manager as well. I've had to deal with setbacks. There's probably been two or three crises uh, at least since I um, became the manager here and one thing I can say is that I'll always give it a good shot and fight back. Arsenal opened the weekend's fixtures in the early game away at Leicester City. Away from the Premier League, the Barcelona president Joan Laporta says he's been in contact with former player Xavi Hernandez but would not comment on whether he would replace Ronald Koeman as manager. Koeman was sacked after defeat to Rayo Vallecano on Wednesday and Laporta has admitted that he should have gone sooner. Xavi is currently in charge of Qatari club Al Saad. The Australian cricket great Ashley Mallett has died at the age of 76 following a long battle with cancer. Nicknamed Rowdy in an ironic nod to his quietly spoken nature, the spinner played 38 tests after his debut against England in 1968, taking 132 wickets with an average of 29.84. He ended his test career in 1980. A look at the weather forecast for you. It'll be cloudy with one or two rain patches and moderate northeasterly winds. The outlook, bright periods and one or two rain patches tomorrow, but windier with sunny periods in the following couple of days. Currently, the observatory, the temperature is 26 degrees Celsius, the relative humidity 75%. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Five to 11-year-olds likely to be recommended for the BioNTech jab. The Housing Secretary says waiting times for public housing flats should improve in about five years' time. And Microsoft overtakes Apple as the world's most valuable public company. The news from RTHK. We're back. How about a little Halloween Beetlejuice style?
You know it. Having a little fun this afternoon. Let's get into some of that 80s rock. Here's Europe. Superstitious. Right here on Radio 3. my 